He was always a dancer. When he was little, he used to climb up things, like my legs. I don't remember hating it. It just hurt. But not like now. He always walked around with his tail up in the air, and as he got older, his tail seemed to bend a bit as he walked, nodding in agreement or perhaps giving the weather report. The thing is, he was always happy, so his tail was always flying high and his eyes bright and expectant. He had yellow eyes, and in recent years I thought of him with an owl-shaped face, based, of course, on those circular yellow suns, most particularly because of those bright round yellow eyes, like a good actor, told you everything about him. He was a mirror man, the only creature I'd ever known to look into a mirror, see my reflection, and recognize it as me, and know it was me. That takes some kind of intelligence to see a reflection and recognize it. I have never known another creature who did that. He was very intentional. He had a bright, cheery personality, but didn't really giggle a lot. He wasn't the kind of guy to roll over and expose his stomach to get a good scratch. But he did like parking for a scratch. I would be on the couch, watching TV, reading a book, checking emails, and he would come up, stand on the floor in front of my legs, and park for a scratch. He absolutely knew what he wanted and waited for it. He liked to be served separately from the common dish. His favorite restaurant was the kitchen floor, with niblets laid out in front of him. Perhaps it was a reflection of a wild past? Although he was adopted, I never knew his parents' lineage, whether they were feral or domestic, but his manners were always impeccable, another nod to his intelligence. Although in the last few years he was an indoor cat by design, he still loved a good walk, and he was never phased by outdoor noises other than a robust rain which was rare. It was probably less than a week ago that he took a walk down the common balcony, looked around, looked back at me, and went a bit further, continuing to be curious about his world. His ebullient energy was palpable. As a dancer, he would spring to his feet for a purpose. Purpose included springing up to the sink for a drink and to watch the bubbles mysteriously appear, rising through the water of the pond from which he drank. Purpose also included hopping onto the bed at night and making his way over to me, then laying down with his belly intentionally placed on my hand. This became prevalent, especially in the last few months, when the connection was always physical between us. It bothered him that Blue wanted to play and bully him, so he usually swatted back or, on occasion, lowered his ears and growled back at Blue. In the past, they had suffered serious fights, but recently he knew simply to avoid his naughty roommate. 
They were friends with the past, a past that included very different personalities, exchanging aggressive conversation through patterns of behavior. He was diligent up until the very end with his bathroom manners and used the facilities, whether they were clean or dirty. On those rare occasions when they were dirty, he would look at me with those bright eyes as if to request more towels from house cleaning. And in his final days, he attempted to clear the sink three times to get up to his morning hangout. He never made it. But it was a pure indication of an indomitable spirit, a spirit that never wavered. Very near the end, he looked at me several times with those golden eyes, as if to question what was happening to him. Oh, how I wish I could have told him. Amazingly, only 24 hours before his passing, he somehow traveled from the kitchen to one of the two litter boxes in my office and landed inside the box, presumably to take care of business that was no longer functional. I didn't know of this particular travel until after I went to bed and turned off the light. Blue was agitated, and as I followed his gaze in the dark room, I saw something move. When I turned on the light, Flash had mounted the box next to the bed the one that I had put there for him a week earlier so that he could join us at night. The box was only inches high, but something he by all rights and in his condition should have never been able to mount. Yet somehow he scratched his way up there. Sometime after 7 a.m. today, Flash was laid to rest at the top of a hill in Rancho Palos Verdes. Now he may gaze out over the hills where he spent his life from under a large flowering tree, dancing to his heart's content, as always, curious about everything around him. Never afraid of anything, he would have enjoyed our hike up the hill to the top and would have easily conquered the steep, rocky trail I took to get home again. Once there was a way.